Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of A Walk Back to Self-Love. I can't, you know, I didn't know if I was going to do another one before the end of the year, but I feel empowered today. I feel good. I, I feel like I'm just trying to end this year in the best way possible, as we all are, you know? In a lot of conversations that I've overheard or I've been in in these these last couple weeks have all been kind of the same theme. This has been a hell of a year. You know, 2020 was crazy. No one planned for it. You know, we're all just ready. Yeah, all of that. It has been a wild year. You know, it's been a year of, of testing our strength, of waking up. You know, for those that were fast asleep in the illusions and prioritizing what is most important in our day-to-day lives. And then, of course, you know, (laughs) uniting on a larger level to change up the leadership. And I was in a conversation this evening about why people, why the world is the way it's, it's, it is. And I said, because people don't give a shit about other people. (laughs) Like, point blank. That's it. And they're like, yeah, but I just, it doesn't have to be this way. And I just don't understand why. And I said, greed and power. Greed and power is why people are fighting over skin color, are allowing people to live on the street and not helping when, where they could help. And it's, it's how we, it's how we treat humanity, you know, um, when, when you're on a different level in your eyes and you're in a world of, of money and, and social status, you can't possibly wrap your mind around poverty or far, your energy isn't focused on that unless you truly are living from that space of love and compassion and empathy. You, you know, and I said tonight that when someone's in a space of greed and power, it's, it's an insatiable appetite. You can't feed that appetite enough. You want to continue to get more power and get more greedy. You can't fulfill yourself. It's insatiable. But when you live from a space of love and you have empathy you're grateful, you wake up every day, you're like, wow, I'm so blessed for X, Y, and Z. And I feel so grateful because of this. You are wanting to help out other people. You want to give. You want to see how you can be utilized out into the world on a larger level. Because you are connected to love. When you're disconnected from yourself and you're disconnected from love, you're, you're part of the distorted side of society. So it's just, it was, it was a great conversation to, cause you know, by now listening to these episodes of mine, like all someone's got to do is drop a keyword and I'm like, boop, there I am. Amber's going on her, her, her social justice because that's natural. That comes from within. That's a passion of mine. You know, I, I care about people and I care about being treated fairly because even though I'm white 
and I don't know what it's like to be treated poorly because of my skin color, I know what it's like to be treated poorly and to have the cards stacked against you and to not have love and support as your foundation as a child and to overcome your own personal battles and demons. But on society and to the exterior world, yes, I'm white. So, you know, there's that automatic acceptance But then, you know, I'm a woman and then, you know, everything else that I listed. But I don't want people to be treated poorly. And we waste so much time in this experience disrespecting people and fighting over skin color when it just doesn't need to unfold that way. You know, like, you should be treated by the character. Because every race and every culture has people that are disconnected from themselves and have been brought up in unhealthy environments and choose to act outwards through various ways, you know, or some people are born with chemical imbalances and do sick things, you know, or were abused as children and therefore they grow up and they live throughout various chapters of their lives and commit crimes or disrespect people or whatever it may be. Everybody comes from a story. Everybody comes from an environment of various ways. And uh, we're all just trying to coexist here. You know, like I was talking to a gentleman on the street tonight. And he was sharing his, his story with me and his mental struggles. Everybody's got a story. It just looks different depending on how you were raised, what culture you are, what race you are, what social status you are. But everybody's got a story. And how do we coexist as a society? How do we start to break down the barriers of the imbalance and start to accept one another no matter what we look like, no matter what, where we came from? We're just, we're human, we're people. We're all on this earth trying to figure out how to live it amongst the chaos. And there's extra distortion that doesn't need to be there. The decay of society, you know, and like, it's just crazy when someone or multiple people will talk about like, how do we get here? How did, how did the world get to this place? Or even currently, why are we, why are we fighting over the... Because leadership is important. I speak about this all the time, whether it's on my uh, Instagram, on social media, or whether it's in a podcast or conversations I have with people. Leadership is important. Healthy leadership. And when you have someone that creates a space of, ex- of, of embracing the shadows and creating a, a campaign of hate... Guess what manifests out in the world? It may take some time to feel the ripple effect, but guess what happens on a collective level? And it's not the, oh, here you go, talking about politics. Oh, are we done talking about Trump? No, no. Because he created this. His team and him created this. He was the front man. And so we're cleaning up and healing as a country, just like if you went in to family therapy 
and you and your immediate family exposed all the dirty little secrets, and you guys are all at war with each other. What do you think to heal you got to do? You have to come together and you have to face the reality and you have to face what went down in your family to heal and mend and move forward and, and grow and evolve. That's what we're doing on a collective level. And we are all one. We are family because we are connected on, on a larger level. We're all one. But we all come from beautiful backgrounds of various cultures and races and nationalities and sexual orientations. And it's beautiful, you know? And I said tonight to somebody, I said, you know, white skin color is treated in society as royalty. But there's black royalty, there's Asian royalty, you know, and the list goes on and on of like all of these cultures and what's royalty because we're all royalty. We are all abundant and prosperous, but society wants to keep it all in a nice little box that you got to be white and you got to look like this and you got to act like this and you got to come from this and you should do this and you shouldn't do that. No, fuck all that. Let people be people. But you know, the the human mind is archaic. And it's difficult to transform that overnight. So it's a, it's a it's a slow process, but we're doing it, you know, step by step. More people are waking up. More people are having those uncomfortable. Like now, I look at it as like, why is this so uncomfortable? But you got to remember what, and I got to even on a personal level, what that used to feel like and be like when you, when I was uncomfortable talking about race, when I was uncomfortable calling someone out for dropping a racial slur, when I was like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to cause the confrontation. Uh, now I'm like, excuse me, did you just hear what you said? And they're like, what? What did I say? You you just dropped an N-bomb. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I didn't even realize I said it. <laughs> just fell out of your mouth, right? So, you know, it's uh, I, I have to remind myself what that was like when I was having those hard conversations or dipping my toe into those hard conversations with family members and loved ones it wasn't easy or I didn't always speak up or I had to build up the, the momentum of speaking out on things that were wrong. I mean, now it's like, should I'll call anybody out? I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? But that had to, you know, I had to grow into that, that person. So I have to remind myself when I'm talking to a white person and I'm like, Really? Why are you so uncomfortable? Just have the fucking conversation. And you're like, no, Amber, remember. Remember what it was like when you were sitting down in your family's room, in the living room, having a conversation about race, and you're like, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. This is so weird, and why can't they just accept this, this, and that? And it sucked. But you got to keep pushing through, and you got to keep having those conversations, and you got to keep pushing through the barriers that society wants to hold in place, you know? 
Nobody likes to feel uncomfortable. If healing was something that was sexy and comfortable, everybody would do it. That's why there's so many wounded people on this earth. Because most people don't want to feel uncomfortable and face their shadows. It's hard fucking work. It's exhausting. It, it, who wants to feel emotion? And it's so crazy because like there are people out there that are in these prestigious roles who are having hard conversations with other people. But yet when it comes to vulnerability in their personal relationships, it's like, oh, I don't want to have those. What's that? Ugh, that's uncomfortable. But you're willing to have these hard conversations over here about race or whatever or whatever the subject is. But you can't be vulnerable within your personal relationships. It's because feeling and emotions are very fragile for, for the human. For the human mind, for the body. It just, it's not, it doesn't feel good because we're taught to not feel. Like think about men. Little boys are raised to, you're a boy. You got to be a man. Don't show your emotions. Don't be vulnerable. And you're like, but Why? That's healthy. You know, and, and little girls are taught to be... Now, obviously, it's different now because people are raising their children to be strong, empowered women. But, like, for the longest time, and in my generation, and for me specifically, it's like, oh, don't be too much. You got to be sweet and only speak to when you're spoken to and say thank you. And, you know, don't don't challenge. Don't ruffle any feathers. <laughs> Yeah, I've been ruffling feathers since I came out the womb. <laughs> you know, like, don't talk back. Don't be a mouthy little girl. <laughs> but I, I love the parents that are, are just embracing their children and raising them to be strong boys and girls that are going to be strong men and women. It's beautiful. And... You know, like I said tonight it, to somebody, this is a crazy time to truly be alive. To be alive and a human on this planet right now with the chaos out in the world, but also trying to live your life, live through the holidays, try to make the most of it, live through this pandemic, build your life, create a livelihood to survive off of. Um, chase after your visions and dreams. Like, there's a lot that we experience that you're like, what the fuck is this really? Like, what is this? <laughs> this is life on planet Earth. And we are here to experience it. We are still here. We are breathing. We are healthy, hopefully. Um, and we are here. So what are we going to do with our time here? go shopping and talk about the latest TV shows and the weather. No, I, I can't. I mean, to each his own. I can't. I, I need to be doing something. If I'm here, I need to be figuring out how I can contribute. What am, what am I doing? You know, like, there's there's got to be something more than just doing the whole shopping and, you know, entertainment side of life. Like, that's just bonus. That's just fun. You know, and, and I don't know if I talked about this on the last episode I did. But I did end up getting a COVID test. Um, and, and I'm glad that I did. 
because, you know, I'm happy that it came back negative. You know, like I just heard today on Instagram, Ellen tested positive for COVID and she made that announcement and you're like, damn, Ellen, that sucks. I, I feel, you know, like I, I hope that, you know, you recover and you make it through it. And, you know, like it's just, it's humbled everybody. You know, like it's truly humbled people. I believe. But, you know, it's also crazy how many people are not protecting themselves. You know, like of all ages, when you're out and you see people with no masks on who are like in their senior years and you're like, you're high risk. The fuck? You know, like, okay. Like there's going to be the percentage of society that just doesn't give a shit and will not protect themselves. But hopefully you and I are not part of that percentage, which I know I'm not, but, you know, and, and receiving those negative results makes you want to protect yourself even more. Like someone this evening was stepping closer to me and I put my hand up on my eight and they're like, oh, sorry. Like I'll talk to you all day long, but keep your distance. Don't be trying to get in my bubble. You know, like we ain't on the other side of this yet. So Wash your hands for 20 seconds, use your hand sanitizer, wear your mask, you know, give the gift this holiday season of negative COVID results and and keep yourself protected. Okay. This is another element to it. Keep yourself protected while you wait or get your COVID results because, you know, you could be exposed like just because you got a negative result doesn't mean that you're like full in the clear and you can just do what you want. You know, like you got to keep yourself protected even if you get your COVID test results as negative because people are still out here spreading it. So, you know, it's just crazy, crazy time to be alive. And we're down to almost about the middle of December of the last month of 2020 and it's a very astrological powerful month too we got the solar eclipse um you know energetic portals like all this crazy if you're into astrology like myself you know you know like this is a powerful time energetically of like transformation and change and just we're stepping into the age of aquarius which is a whole different era you know it's creating new energy on earth things are shifting We're evolving. And the ones that are not evolving, well, then they stay behind and deal with life on on that. But uh, I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to contribute where I can. And I'm grateful for my own evolution. Because the more that I evolve within myself, the more that I want to share with other people to just share. I'm not trying to change anybody because we can't change people. I have learned that the hard way. Lesson after lesson. You cannot change someone who is not ready to change or doesn't want to change. But you can speak life. You can share your introspective thoughts. But until someone's ready, they're not ready. And you have to find acceptance with that. 
So the more that I evolve and the better that I continue to be within myself, I share with people. So maybe there's little gems that they're like, eh, you know what? Maybe she was right. Maybe I could apply that. Or maybe I could think differently. Or maybe I could have these tough conversations with my fellow white people. Or maybe I can understand that we all are able to coexist with each other and look different and act different and come from different backgrounds and just live your life and worry about your own shit. Like worry about your own garden. Grow your garden feed your garden, plant, get the dead leaves away, like pour life into your own garden and watch how your life shifts and how better your life gets because you're focused on your own garden and you're not focused on what somebody else is doing or what they're not doing or just that their garden exists next to yours. Just worry about your own garden. So those are my thoughts. You know, like, I always got them. I just don't always share them on here because it's like, you know, I, I've had this podcast for two years now. Uh, I, you know, am looking to wrap it up, I think. I think that the walk back to self-love has reached its peak and did what it, it, it served its purpose for myself and for you listening. You know, you've obviously showed up to each episode or caught a couple episodes here and there. And I, I am utterly grateful. And I appreciate you energy exchanging and listening to me share these introspective thoughts and grow with me, you know, because I have grown through this podcast. Who I was in 2018, October of 2018, when I first started to really pour into this, to who I am now, completely different person. And I have stuck to my dedication to this podcast when other people are trying to tell me how it should be and you need to go get this and get an intro and you know you got to make this big no I want to do what I want to do with it and so I do I feel like it's it's gonna it's gonna come to a close when it's when the moment's right and I'll be happy with that because I didn't think I would make it past a couple episodes and here I am two years later you know like I'm pretty proud of that on a personal achievement level you know it's not glamorous it's not you know it's my passion project and I fulfilled the mission of what I set the in the intention of what I set this to be and I'm proud of that you know I grew this this little baby to where it's at now and gained you as a as a listener so I appreciate that so that's my message tonight as we are winding down the final weeks of 2020 that 2020 vision man was strong in January you know like it was strong I had high hopes but you know what it's I can't complain because all of it was worth it every single step of the way every month every everything even the pandemic, because there were positives that, that came from that amongst the negative chaos and the, the fearfulness and the uncertainty. There were positives. So I take those as wins. And I'm happy that as we ended 2020, we got new leadership coming because that was important. I don't care what anybody says, oh, Donald Trump didn't affect me. Yeah, he did. Look at how your life is right now. Because eventually it trickles down 
when, when leadership, good or bad, will trickle down and affect you. And I'm not saying they're perfect. Nobody's perfect. God, get over it. Nobody's perfect. People are going to mess up time and time again. Or the, the choices and the decisions that they make for the overall good is not going to please everybody. You can't. Humans are impossible to please consistently. So let, let's drop that high expectation that we have on the president and the vice president and just accept them as humans who have compassion and empathy and want to fix the world that the CEO destroyed <laughs> and continues to destroy. Like, still chasing down those votes, huh? Still thinking you got screwed out of a win? No, you just suck at what you do. And what happens when us folks who don't fulfill a role that we were hired to do, what happens? You get fired. Or you get coaching. Or, you know, you get reprimanded and you, you know. But eventually, if you don't continue to fulfill the job, you get fired. And Don, it was time for you to go. I know, it sucks, doesn't it? You're feeling real low, probably. You and your family trying to mend the pieces and figure out how to rebrand yourself post, you know, the, the new leadership. But keep it moving. So, all right, that's it for today. Uh, wishing you good health. Stay safe. Stay warm. Or if you're living in a warmer climate, soak it up because we're freezing over here. But even though it's nice today. So um, be good to yourself and be good to others. Peace.